0: Mindset, a daily dose of practical wit and wisdom with a professional educator and trainer, Amazon best selling author, United States Marine, television, and radio host, Paul G. Markle. Each episode will focus on positive and productive ways to strengthen your mindset and help you improve your relationships, career goals, and overall well being. Please welcome your host, Paul G. Markle.
1: Hello, audience. Welcome to the Morning Mindset Show. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much for enjoying and appreciating this show. Uh, as you guys know, or you should know, at least, uh, I live in the West. I didn't always live in the West, but I live in the West now on purpose, very deliberately. And one of the places that I've frequented, and I actually lived in for a short amount of time, was Salt Lake City, Utah. And if when people from the East hear Utah, they think Mormons, right? Because that's apparently the number one export of Utah is Mormons. Now, there, there's more to Utah than just Mormons, but the state of Utah was founded by the Mormon church. And uh, Brigham Young and all of his followers set it up. They set up Salt Lake City, they set up the, the great valley there, Provo, Ogden, all that jazz. And one of the things that I had the opportunity to do with my family was to take a tour of the uh, what they call the temple area, the Temple Square area of, well, the Mormon Church. Because the Mormon Church is headquartered. In case you don't know, the Mormon Church is headquartered in Salt Lake City. And they, they host and, and invite visitors to come. They host hundreds of thousands of visitors every single year and we went and we took a little tour we toured the inside and the outside and and in the on the grounds the very last thing that we did as a part of our tour was we we went and looked at a statue and it was a statue of a man and a woman and a child and the man was pulling a handcart and for those of you that are not familiar with a handcart go back 150 years ago and they had carts, two great big wheels, and you would climb in it, and there wasn't a horse involved or an oxen or whatever. It was you. It was you, the person. And you could put however many pounds, I think it was 100 pounds or 200 pounds of, of stuff, balance it over the axle, and you got into the hand cart, and you just walked and pulled it. And that's how you got it from point A to point B. And you say, well, what's the purpose of having a statue of a man and a woman and a child, and the man pulling a handcart on the grounds of the the Mormon uh, headquarters. Well, that's because that's how most of them got there. That's how many of the uh, of the Mormons got from the uh, East Coast from Missouri. They jumped off, they crossed the Mississippi River, and they walked to Utah. They walked to what was going to become Utah. And they had to actually cross the mountains to get here. Or there. I'm not there now. To get there to Salt Lake City. And with what wasn't even Salt Lake City yet. It was just a valley with a great salt lake. That was hard. I mean, think about that. Can you imagine that today? Think about if you had to, if you wanted to move, you would have to put all of your possessions that you could, could onto a hand cart and you and your family would walk to get to your new home, you're like, no, of course, there's no possible way I would do that. I I don't walk a hundred yards a day. You know, I, I wouldn't walk to the post office, and then it's only one block away. Now I don't walk. Well, why did they do that? A lot of people say, I, I, if it would have been today, that there would be no Utah because people wouldn't have done it. But why did they do that? Why did they go through that hardship? Because they wanted a better life for themselves, and they and their perception was that if they could go to a new, unsettled land, that they could start a better life for themselves, uh, better lives for themselves. And it wasn't easy. As a matter of fact, it was extremely difficult. If, if you know the history, if you learn the history of the, the Mormons' arrival in the great Salt Lake Valley, it, it kind of mirrors uh, what the pilgrims went through and what a lot of the original settlers went through when they came to the shores of what became the United States of America. They didn't just show up, and there weren't condos and Starbucks and McDonald's already built waiting for them. There was nothing. And they had to build everything. It wasn't like... You know, they they were moving from one city that was established and already had internet and utilities to another city that already had all the utilities set up. They were going literally to find to nothing. They had to start everything. But they did it. And why did they do it? They did it because they wanted something better. They perceived that they could receive some good from that hardship. Good things don't come easy. And I apply this to my own life. When my family and I decided we were going to move west, we were uh, as, as far south as you can get in Mississippi. We were not very. We were in Biloxi, which is basically on the ocean. And we left there, and we engage in a journey of many thousand miles uh, in a caravan, essentially with, of vehicles and a giant moving truck that had a trailer on it that had another vehicle on it and so on and so forth. And we can only go so fast because if you've ever driven one of those great big rental trucks, you know that it's not like driving a car when you hit, when you get on uh, you know, in the, the rolling Hills of the West and then the mountains, you, you can only go so fast. And it takes you a while to gain speed, and then you you speed up, and then you slow down again, speed up, and slow down again. And it's kind of a monumental pain. And a trip that if we would have left early in the morning in a car, it would have taken us maybe a day and a half, took us three days, three full days to uh, complete. And then, of course, we had to unpack the entire truck, and we had to do all that stuff. And it was kind of a – we had had a business and two households – that we had to pack all up in a truck, uh, in cars and so forth, and and move. And then, of course, we had to reestablish all those. Now, it wasn't as hard. I'm not trying to say that our journey was as difficult as the Mormon's journey to get to Salt Lake. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is it was difficult. It required sacrifice. Everyone in our family had to leave things behind because... We didn't have room for them, so we, did, we left them behind. We gave things away. We gave away furniture. My wife made sacrifices. My kids made sacrifices. We all made sacrifices. Now, if we would have stayed exactly where we were, we wouldn't have had to give up any of those things. If we'd have stayed put, we could have kept our things, and it would have been fine. We would We would have got to keep those things, but we wouldn't be where we are now. And in order to get where we are now, we had to all, every one of us, engage in some personal sacrifice, and we had to work hard. But when I walk outside, when I drive around where I live now, when I I look up at the mountains, when I smell the air, when I realize that I'm not in a city that is polluted, I'm not in a city that is overcrowded, it doesn't take me, you know, when we lived in Salt Lake City, The traffic was so thick sometimes that it would take you 15 to 20 minutes to drive three or four miles. Our office, uh, the office from our home was less than five miles away. It was like four and a half miles away. But depending on the time of day, it could take 15 to 20 minutes to get back and forth to do that trip because of the traffic, because of the amount of people. Then you had in the summertime when the wind wasn't moving and it was hot, you had pollution. They call it inversion, but it's smog. And some people don't mind. Some people are like, oh, that's fine. That's just the way I like to live my life. But that's not how I wanted to live my life. And our things, you know, I live in Wyoming now, and I tell people, they're like, what, do you, what is Wyoming like? I said, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful, but it's not convenient, and it's not comfortable. And if you're looking for convenience, and you're looking for comfort, look somewhere else. Because if that's what's important to you, if that is your priority, or those are your priorities, you're not going to find it, and you're not going to be happy. We And people are like, well, I wish I could do what you did. And many, many, male, I probably going on almost 20 years ago, I started coming out west, uh, and I spent time with friends uh, in, in my chosen occupation, and a lot of guys from the east – you know, I was in, in the East at the time I was, you know, in Ohio and, uh, and I would go out West. And a lot of these guys from Pennsylvania, from New Jersey, from New York and so forth, they would go out West too. When I did. And they're like, this is beautiful. This is gorgeous. When I retire, I'm going to move out here. When I am retire, I'm going to move out of here. And now those guys are retired and of Those guys that are retired who were all, you know, 20 years ago promising themselves that, you know, when I retire, I'm moving out there. Most of them aren't. Actually, only a couple. Only a couple of guys uh, actually relocated and and moved out here. And do you know why? And I talk to these guys every once in a while. They're like, well, yeah, but we got kids and grandkids here in the East, and the wife likes it, and yeah, we just, just can't. You know, because it, it would be difficult, but because it would require sacrifice. It would make us uncomfortable for a short period of time, and it would not be convenient. Therefore, it's not going to happen. If you want good things in your life, if you want to achieve, if you want to improve your station, sometimes you need to realize that comfortable and convenient is not the road to uh, achievement. Comfortable and convenient is not how you get good things. Because if good things came from being comfortable and from things being convenient or easy, then everybody would have them. But they're not. So if you've got a choice to make in front of you, you might be thinking, hmm, this is going to be difficult. It's going to require sacrifice. Is it important? Is it going to be a good thing? And if you want good things, sometimes you have to sacrifice. Good things don't come easy. That is the lesson, and I know it should have been the lesson when you were five, should have been the lesson when you were 10 years old, should have been the lesson when you were in high school. Maybe you're a grown adult and you need to hear that lesson again because I know some grown adults that need to hear that lesson. All right, ladies and gentlemen, good things don't come easy. If you want good things, be prepared to sacrifice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Paul Markle, and I will talk to you again real soon.
0: Thank you for spending time with us today. To get show notes, submit a topic request, and for more from your host, Paul G. Markle, visit MorningMindsetPodcast.com. That's MorningMindsetPodcast.com. Please leave a review for this podcast on your favorite podcast player. We appreciate your time and effort, and we look forward to reading your honest feedback. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.